Uh, so, welcome. Well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome, welcome back, back. After, yeah. after a year. I'm <laughs> <laughs> more, more like uh, in the new year. When was the last time we recorded a podcast? Uh, November. December. No, it was before. Uh, November. I think. November. It was before you left. And yeah. You went to Qatar, and then uh, we came to Toronto for two weeks, and I stupidly didn't bring my mic, so we kind of screwed up there. Uh, but now we're back after, you know, that uh, little bit of a hiatus. It was winter break. Let's give it a little bit of a... Um, what's the word? Uh, we'll give, give ourselves, ourselves a, a break. Yeah, we'll give ourselves a pass for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't uh, give five dollars to the Blue Yeti Fund because you know uh, reasons, <laughs> legitimate excuses. Speaking of the Blue Yeti, he was on sale again, but now it's not. Oh well. Oh, a shame. I thought you were gonna pick it up. I, I was, but I don't know. I, I think. I couldn't justify the cost as yet. Uh, That's okay. okay. Makes sense. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, this is a topic I've been wanting to do since I watched the movie like three weeks ago, and now we're finally doing it. Now that you have watched the movie, literally. Uh, oh right, yeah. Just now, uh, you just got you came back from it, right? Finished it about an hour or two ago. No, an hour, an hour ago. An hour ago, and now we're, we're doing it now. And uh, for those of you who don't know. We're talking about it is uh, the end of the Skywalker saga, uh, is what Disney is calling it. So, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which came out on December, uh, shoot, uh, December nineteenth. Uh, no, December twelfth. Sometime in December. It came out sometime in December. So, uh, I went to see it. Basically, opening night with my friend, and oh my god, uh, we have a lot to say about it. To, to put it uh, simply, um, even the title actually, uh, I have a lot to say about the title too. <laughs> but uh, it, I will say a lot of questions about the title. But I, like having watched the movie, I see where they're coming from. But I also don't know why they called it that <laughs> but uh no we will we will talk get to that and we we did an entire episode on the trailer didn't we yeah reaction right. yeah so I, I guess i guess all our <laughs> all our speculation went down the drain basically <laughs> you uh, could we say got that. we got we got everything wrong <laughs> uh yeah we uh, and i'm, and I'm sure a lot of people did sorry I'm, I'm sure a lot of people got uh, things wrong when they were speculating about things from the trailer, aspects from the trailer, certain things that, that they saw, uh, might have guessed from the scenes shown in the teaser. Uh, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, we got what we got. This is the end. And I guess I will say this before we begin. This uh, review slash uh, reaction. I think it's going to be more of a reaction because I get pretty emotional about this stuff because I'm a nerd. Not a huge nerd, but still. Uh, so yeah, I will say this before we begin. And so, if you enjoy the sequel series, the sequel trilogy, uh, this one, though, so The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and now The Rise of Skywalker, 
if you enjoy these this trio of movies, then you know, go ahead. I'm not gonna rip you for that. To each their own. If you enjoy it, good. You know, I'm happy for you. Let it let you know, don't let others detract from what you enjoy in life. And if you want to go watch them again and again and again, go ahead. I have nothing to say to that. Because to each their own, right? Yeah. <laughs> However, now that that is out of the way, I think that this trilogy as a whole, and since this is the final movie, Rise of Skywalker, I guess we can talk about the trilogy as a whole. So the trilogy as a whole is just, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't really work for me, and it's just. Well, before we get to that, I, I suppose we should get into the Rise of Skywalker. Still, still leaping ahead. So why don't we start with the things that we liked? And since you know you're fresh off watching the movie, why don't you uh, uh, begin? Oh yes.、Yeah, sure. So from the beginning, I, I I liked a lot of stuff from the movie, but.、Um, I actually really liked how they kept the story going. Like it was all,、um, it, really. There were no. Det- you okay? I, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> right, go, go on, go on, go on. No, no, don't let me stop you. Go on. <laughs> they, they kind of, like there wasn't much, much detraction. I, I like like the last Jedi, but、uh, I'm comparing it apples and oranges here. But it seemed like from what they were handed with.、Um, It seems like they they tried their like their best to stick to the、um, what they were going for, <laughs> but、um, but then there were bits where、um, I'll get to that later the the bits that I didn't like、uh, that they were a bit confusing,、um, like、um, the whole issue with the the, the force and. Her, yes, but、uh, yeah, but we let's let's not jump ahead here. Yeah, so, and,、uh, uh, but、uh, but yeah,、uh, I did. <laughs> starting with、um, the whole the trip to what's that the, when they were looking for the、uh, the the pyramid thing. <laughs> oh, the the, the wayfinder. <laughs> yeah, is this is this something you like or something you dislike? I I I thought it was、um, good good on them for making that in a I don't know a central plot device, but then、um, it it kind of confused me the way they like sort of set it up a little bit like the way、um, uh, the way it led into the, in the end, but、uh, from the beginning、um, I did. Like the way, so, um, you know, Poe Poe looks. We go to back to like Poe's history, and、uh, we see that he he knows this、um, black market、uh, droid. What's droid tra-、um, mechanic? Bob Freak. Yeah, Bubble Freak, <laughs> <laughs> which was interesting, but I I kind of wondered to myself、um, why they had to do that in the first place because 
isn't C3PO sort of like a, <laughs> does does it doesn't he have those capabilities? Shouldn't he be able to translate it uh, himself? I, I was wondering why they had to do that. Like they had to go into that part of the story. Um, right, and and we can sort of expand on that a bit later. But uh, but yeah, just to, but, uh, just quickly give just us it, what what you liked. Sorry to rush you. Oh, uh, so I guess um, I guess I like the the whole like the the way they kept jumping from uh, different planets in in order to find this um, uh, wayfinder, rather than um, you know spend so much time on. Or time. <laughs> time is a, a strange construct in movies, but rather than spend yeah. so much time on a planet, um, you know, w- doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> like The Last Jedi was, uh, I, that's one main thing that I like. Another thing was probably um, the whole dynamic with... Uh, Chewie, I did. I I I kind of saw it coming that he didn't die in that explosion. Right. Uh, so I kind of like how they um, they that twist of element of it instead of um, making it a bit obvious. Cause, but it, it is a bit predictable. But uh, I, I did like that part of it. And. Uh, the ending okay I'm, I'm i'm jumping to the ending here but uh i kind of expected her to, i didn't really like the ending i kind of expected it to be more uh dark oh so you you didn't like the ending yeah i thought oh, she okay. would die okay um in a sense but uh okay well um if that if that's everything you like then i'll just i'll just quickly state my little list here I did. I didn't make a list because this is a topic I've been looking forward to <laughs> to doing. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, uh, so the things the things I liked about the movie. Um, a, I think once again the the cinematography was pretty good, and I said this about the the Last Jedi as well. They had some really interesting locations, and you know, like the planets, which was really cool. I thought Oxygol was really cool, where Palpatine was hiding out. So that's a pretty cool planet design, pretty cool, you know, shots of, you know, the, you have different shots of, like, say, uh, you know, the, the Death Star, the ruins of the Death Star on Endor, and all, like, just the the, the, the set pieces and everything was great. Yeah. Uh, the score, once again, the music, John Williams, awesome. Gotta give that A+, plus, usual. And the, oh my god, that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> That's just the two, the two things I have for the likes. The original, yeah, the original score was uh, one of the good parts. I, I didn't really hear much. Um, they didn't really go back into the old trilogies and bring back some of the old like material. They kind of made their own. Uh, he he kind of went and made his own music again, like he does for the Star Wars trilogy in a uh, whole. John Williams, yeah. John, John Williams, Williams is great. Yeah. He's fantastic as a composer, and it kind of makes me sad that he probably won't be around to do um, the music for whatever next Star Wars film comes out. 
Give it 10 but, years. <laughs> but now that that's out of the way, we need to start dissecting the movie properly now. And, you know, since you're the guy who, you know, just watched it recently, an hour or two ago, I'm going to sort of rely on your memory for this. But my thoughts on the movie as a whole, it's just that it felt to me like a mess. Like, it was Ryan Johnson put out this product with The Last Jedi that completely undid what J.J. Abrams was trying to set up in The Force Awakens. And I should mention that I actually enjoyed The Force Awakens. Uh, it wasn't a fantastic movie, but I can say that I went to the theater and enjoyed it and came out of the theater and say uh, that I enjoyed it even after you know sitting on some of the ideas. But yeah, I enjoyed The Force Awakens. And with The Last Jedi, you got Ryan Johnson coming in and basically undoing everything that J.J. did in Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And what this movie was, The Rise of Skywalker, it was J.J. Abrams going, hold on, Ryan. Yeah. So he basically undoes the setup that Ryan Johnson did in The Last Jedi. And, you know, for example, uh, Ray's parents being no one, right? Yeah, basically. And it's it just felt like this fix. They're trying to it was like a quick fix to try and cap off the trilogy. Yeah, and it was, it was to me it was really rushed. The pacing was really off. Like it kept going like that, like that, like that, like that, and like you had no time to sort of digest what was going on. It was everything was happening so fast. Like you could, and many people have said this in their own reviews. Uh, you could like turn to the person. Say you say you went to the movie with with someone to watch it. You could turn to your friend or your wife or whatever, and say, "Hey, did you see that on screen for like five seconds?" And then you you turn back and you would have missed a whole lot. <laughs> it was it was going it was going that fast. There yeah. was no breath. There was no breathing room, and that was a huge problem because you know by the end of the film, nothing nothing really made sense. I didn't care what was you know what happened. All this setup like. That happened like two hours ago because <laughs> we had no time to process any of that information. And yeah, so, that was uh, so many things. Just, it just didn't make any sense, and we'll get into that. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Thoughts on the film as a whole? Like, I don't know where to start. Like, the whole issue with the. I think the like the way she went to the she was able to channel the force that was really weird because that's never been done by like using force on a uh, ship. Nobody's ever done that before. I don't well, and, and that wasn't really explained in any yeah, of the trilogies, right? And that that's a problem. There's just there's so many problems I have with this film. That's one of them, man. No offense to Daisy Ridley, the the actress. I think she did fine in terms of uh, her delivery of her lines and everything. Oh God, is that Asina? I heard her in the background. Yeah, she's here. <laughs> oh God. Are you gonna say something? Or what? Where'd she go? Hello, everybody. The best person in the world is here. You didn't watch the movie. You're not invited. I didn't watch the movie, but... Wait, are we live right now? Yes, we are. Oh, okay. Say your piece and get lost. <laughs> Shut up. I just want to say, 
that it is not The Rise of Skywalker. The movie should be called The Rise of Palpatine. <laughs> For real? For real. Asina has this obsessive love interest with Anakin, so... No, I am so mad because Anakin was supposed to be the chosen one. How the hell is he the chosen one when Palpatine is still alive? Yes, but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, but I gotta say my piece, okay? Okay, say your piece. Say it. Okay, say what you want to say. This is ridiculous. How on earth did Palpatine survive? That is like I I don't even know. Could someone please explain that to me? And not only that, how can Ray at the end be like she's Ray Skywalker? She's Ray Palpatine. Okay, this movie, the title is misleading. I just hate the whole thing. I haven't even watched it, but I already hate it just because Anakin is not the chosen one. But okay, <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Are you done? She's done. I think so. Okay, yeah, that was a little rant. Later, she- she hasn't watched the movie, so she wasn't invited to do this podcast. But whatever, we we allowed her to say um, what she wanted to say based on what she what she's read online, what she's heard. So yeah, uh, where were we before she cut in? Oh, the the whole issue with the, the force. Yes, Ray. The force was really weird. They broke the force. They broke the force. That's what they did. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. And you know what? Screw any structure. I'm just going to go off on a rant here. Force and healing. Force healing. It's not just that. It's like, you know, Palpatine at the very beginning of the movie, he, like, lifts all these star destroyers out from the ground. Okay. How did he survive the Death Star? Listen, you said, you said your piece. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> How on earth is this? Like, I, I'm so mad. Okay, we get it. Also, yes, as I was saying, they, they broke the force. Palpatine's force powers, Ray's force powers. It makes no sense at all, right? So Palpatine is weak, yet he can still do all that stuff. Like, I, he should be dead. Yes, he should be dead. And that, that's another thing, right? At the very, at the very beginning of the movie, during the opening crawl, okay, they're just like, Palpatine's back. A ghost. And you're, and A you're, ghost you're, you're forced... You're forced. Sorry, go on. The dead speak. That's what it says. The dead speak. That that's what it said. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Like you're forced (laughs) to. You're forced to accept that. It's like Palpatine's back. You're like, wait, but how? He didn't. uh, Darth Vader throw him down a shaft, and he blew up, and the Death Star blew up. Shouldn't he be dead? You know. But you know what their explanation is? It's they just put it off as you know the dark side of the Force. Um, you know, some people, uh, I forgot what the exact the line Sith. is. Uh, it's like the dark side of the force uh, has abilities that some consider unnatural. That's their explanation. That that's is their, no, the no, no, director's, no, that is the director's explanation. I'm As sorry. To... I think we should all write letters to this guy and complain. And I think they should like just redo the entire movie because this is just stupid. <laughs> I don't even want to see it. No, don't, 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 don't even touch uh, Star Wars. You, t- they've done enough. I think, uh, I think Disney needs to end Star Wars now. They probably just, will. Just put it out of its min- misery. They probably will. But you know, Thank before, before, before we can conclude with that, yeah. just, just more on just this, the travesty that was the Last Jedi, and uh, just going off from Palpatine's thing, uh, back to Ray, bouncing back to Ray. This is. Ray is the essentially the protagonist of the series. She is the sequel's uh, Luke Skywalker, or you know the sequel's Anakin Skywalker. 
And you know, oh, Palpatine lineage aside, that that is what you know she's set up to be, right? But over the course of these three movies, you didn't really get a sense that she had to struggle to get to where she is. Right from the get-go, she's immediately powerful. Okay? And yes, you can explain that, you know, her connection to the Force is, you know, she's uh, Palpatine's granddaughter. Fine. However, even Anakin, you know, in the prequels, took, what, years of training. You know, he went from boy to teenager to young man to get to where he was as a Jedi Knight. Even Luke had to progress, you know, to, you know, two movies, the uh, New Hope. He was instructed by Ben Kenobi. Then in Empire Strikes Back, he's instructed by Yoda. And by the time Return of the Jedi comes around, he's a Jedi Knight. You know, he's at his peak, or at least very much reaching his peak. But but Rey, Mm -hmm. throughout these three movies, you didn't get that sense. It's like right from the get-go. In every single movie, right, The Force Awakens... Uh, the Last Jedi and other Rise of Skywalker, she's just instantly powerful. She can do anything. And it's really dumb. Because, you know, in the previous trilogies, you had that sense where, you know, the main character has this struggle. You know, in, in the prequels, yeah, it, it went down a darker route because it was the origin story of, of Darth Vader. But even in the original trilogy, Luke struggled, right? In Empire Strikes Back, at the very end, he was at his lowest point. Right? Yeah. He was dangling... You know, from the bottom of a cloud city, crying out, you know, Ben, Ben, I'm sorry. You know, you were right. And, you know, he went, he reached his lowest point. And every single hero, you know, the, the hero's journey trope, you know, every hero has to go through that. Okay. And also, I just want to say something. Um, even Anakin in, like, The Revenge of the Sith, he was still struggling. Like, like he, uh, like, uh, and Ray, like, she was like, what? pretty good with a lightsaber and the force awakens from what i yes. remember yes and then the last jedi she was, oh, yeah, even, she better, was even, better, even better even better even better taking on so... like 10 guys at one time i'm gonna say ray is a waste of a character Ooh, go expand on this yes Sorry. go ahead go ahead go ahead expand on it wait guys <laughs> uh, i'll be back the real i think the real hero of star wars was uh Poe Dameron and John and uh, Finn, and Finn. Finn was great. You can even argue that Kylo Ren had a better character arc than Rey. Okay, you can argue that because at least he goes to the rede- the whole redemption thing. What does Rey do? What does Rey go through? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. There's no struggle. Yeah, and this in the Rise of Skywalker, it's like I'm kind of struggling with my dark side because I'm I'm Palpatine's granddaughter. But so what? All right, it's just one movie. You should have set this up earlier, right? If anything, you should have revealed that the Emperor was alive at the end of you know the Last Jedi. Okay, but that aside, Rey is just you know I'm gonna say it. She's a Mary Sue character, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me. You know, for, for those of you who don't, who don't know what a Mary Sue is, it's basically a character who is in fiction or whatever, who is just powerful. Like they have everything. They can do anything. They can overcome any obstacle without any struggle. And they just get everything handed to them, right? They use other characters as stepping stones, like she used Luke to get to where she is. It's, it's just, oh, God. I, 
I'm so mad right now. It's it's working up a rage inside of me just talking about all this. <laughs> and this 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 podcast just lost all structure as I knew it would. I knew before we start recording that this is going to happen because I'm just too passionate about this not to devolve into a maniac, just like the whole Game of Thrones reaction. I would say I would say that this disaster for me of the rise of Skywalker is close to season eight of Game of Thrones. It's very close. I'm not saying it's. I wouldn't say it's on the on par with it, but it's very close to the, the disaster that was season eight. I think the only thing that held it together were the the sub characters. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> wait, right? <laughs> to be but, honest, but even then, C-3P. even then. Even that, yeah. Oh yes, that's right. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. CTPO was awesome. I will say that in this movie, Rise of Skywalker, he was great. Anthony Daniels, the original CTPO uh, voice actor, he was great, fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's just a short list. Add another thing to add to the short basically list. Basically, like uh, a s- very weak glue holding the movie together. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was right? n- definitely not worth much at all. I didn't. I didn't care about any of the characters, and that's yeah. very sad, right? Yeah. I did. I didn't care, and I'm really upset because I actually really liked. Like I said, I enjoyed the Force Awakens. I really liked Finn in that movie, but by the time the Last Jedi rolled around, they kind of threw Finn out the window, and then this he kind of takes a backseat to everything, right? And yeah, there's just there's no direction. It's just all all over the place, I think. It's all over the place. And, oh my god. I'm just so upset right now. I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I... (sighs) It's okay, since the the movie is all over the place, then uh, the podcast can be too. I know, I'm just... (laughs) I'm so frustrated. You don't understand... I'm I'm seething. I am seething. I'm fuming. Because it's just there is so much potential. Okay, you don't have to bring in George Lucas to make a Star Wars trilogy. Fine. But there was potential there. Everything they set up in The Force Awakens. Things could have worked. But it didn't because of all the stupid decisions they made that just made no sense at all, right? And we can get into the plot holes, which I think we should do, considering how uh, far well, we are. There are so many. There are so many plot holes. I can forgive some plot holes in movies, fine. But in The Rise of Skywalker, there were just too many. Way too many. And I think <laughs> we've already mentioned a few. Uh, a, uh, the Emperor's miraculous uh, survival of the Death Star explosion. He's back somehow, okay? And, you know, branching off of that, you have the fact that it revealed that it was the Emperor who created Snoke, right? The Emperor created Snoke, and he was using Snoke as a puppet to do whatever his plan was. I don't know what his plan was because it makes no sense, right? And then Snoke's like, in The Last Jedi, Snoke says specifically that uh, to Rey and Kylo in the throne room that, you know, I, I created the Force Link between you guys, right? And... I brought you guys together. But then, Palpatine in this movie, at the end of it, if you remember, he's like, oh my god, a forced dyad. I did not notice this before, but wait a minute. (laughs) 
didn't you create Snoke? <laughs> and didn't Snoke say he, he brought them together? So shouldn't shouldn't you know that that they're they're a dyad in the Force? Exactly. It, it makes no sense, right? <laughs> and I, I was sitting in the theater like, what? Like, hold on. And oh my god, I'm just gonna go off here. I'm sorry. And, and <laughs> on Exegol, that planet. Okay. There were thousands of Sith loyalists. Okay? Where on earth did all these Sith loyalists come from? Exactly. Okay? <laughs> were they just hiding? Did they just pop out of nowhere? Where were they during, you know, the original trilogy or even the prequel trilogy? So exactly. you're saying Anakin didn't bring balance to the Force? Because evidently Palpatine is alive. And there are thousands of Sith loyalists on Exegol. <laughs> what? Also, how do you how do you put Death Star weapons on Star Destroyers? Millions of Star Destroyers. Hundreds, thousands of Star Destroyers. Man, it just, okay, where did he get the resources? Where did he find? <laughs> where did he keep in mind? These are fully operational star destroyers, fully crewed, fully manned. Okay, and a star destroyer holds what, like twenty thousand people, yeah. and all of them were fully manned and ready to go by the end of the movie. Where did he get these <laughs> millions of people to to operate these star destroyers? <laughs> and then and at the end, one of the one of the um, the crewmen were like. Where are all these people? Well, where are all these uh, navy coming from? It's, and then the guy's like, "It's not a navy. It's it's just people." Where did you oh come from? Oh my god! <laughs> Don't get, do not get me started on that part. Oh my! Do you remember? Okay. Do you remember in the Last Jedi m- minute, minute. when 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 they sent out the, the distress <laughs> signal calling for help, and no one shows up? <laughs> but now all of a sudden the galaxy wants to fight. <laughs> Really? You could argue that the stakes are higher now, uh, that, you know, it's more dangerous. But how come they didn't want to fight the first time around when, you know, they the Resistance had just destroyed Snoke's Dreadnought? Uh, they're like, oh, sorry, no, we don't want to fight. But now all of a sudden, we're going to fight. You know, we're going we're gonna to navigate through this, 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 this treacherous stre- stretch of space that can potentially destroy our ships to come and fight these tens of thousands of Star Destroyers with... Death Star weaponry that can destroy entire planets. You know, we're not scared all of a sudden. Like, we're just going to show up and fight. It was so stupid. It made no sense. They're like, oh, our backs are against the wall. We can't do anything now. Nothing to lose. But, (laughs) uh, what? (laughs) Why didn't you show up in The the Last Jedi? (laughs) It's so dumb. And did Lando... You're telling me that Lando went out and contacted... That Resistance fleet that showed up at the end of the movie had what? Tens of thousands of ships too, like there were thousands of ships there yeah. in, in their in the resistance fleet. So you're yeah. telling me that, that Lando contacted each and every one of these people. He went to these different systems, you know, and they and they all coordinated this this jump together to Exegol. It it was like what? Okay, and in, in a matter of what? One hour? An hour? <laughs> Time jump. One hour to do all that. <laughs> so much time jumping. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That you know, that's just, that's the gist of the movie. Nothing makes sense. 
it's a disjointed mess. Okay. The yeah. acting was fine. Okay, it was all right. But I didn't care about any of the characters, like I said before. Yeah. And just so there are just so many plot holes that it's riddled with all these. You know what? How? That makes no sense. And the thing is, they're going so fast. Like they they don't want you to focus on these little things. And but you know people you know like us who are are going to break it down eventually. We ca- we catch on to it and say no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, in the you know in the the bigger picture of the film, and that that was basically the the, the entirety of the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> God, I yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you could tell if you, if you did get sucked into it and you just uh, paid attention to that mess <laughs> and follows it like to a T. You could probably. Um, go at mildly satisfied but again like you could if you really look at it closely it's a big it's a big you start uh, to see its flaws and that's the problem i said this about the last jedi too when you isolate this movie it's actually a half decent sci-fi flick but when you <laughs> when you look at it in the context of it being a trilogy it makes no sense just like the last Jedi makes no sense in the context of you know the first six movies, and that you know that's a problem for many fans because if you're gonna tell this as a Skywalker trilogy, as a Star Wars trilogy, you need to take into account you know the original trilogy first of all. That's the first you know because it's the originals and this is a direct sequel to the originals. But at the same time, you need to take in context of the pre the prequels too. Right, because that's the backstory of Darth Vader. That's where they get the whole prophecy of the Chosen One from. But they don't. They don't do that. They just, they, they disregard so many things. And <laughs> it's kind of it's disrespectful in a way to to George Lucas, because you know George Lucas created Star Wars and yeah. you know it's his baby, and what they did with these films, they they just threw everything out the window. Yeah, yeah, that's complete right. and utter disregard for the Star Wars lore. Look, I am not a hardcore Star Wars nerd. Okay, I'm not a guy who goes to um, what you might call it, uh, the, the Star, you know, Star Wars celebrations. You know, I don't go to those those things. I don't read the expanded lore a lot. I I, I possess a decent amount of knowledge about the expanded lore, but you know, I do consider myself. You know, a Star Wars fan, but it's not as hardcore as some people. Even then, I was able to sort of pick apart this. Yeah. You know, think that, and it made no sense to me, even, you know, as a, I'm not a casual, but, you know, as someone who's not yet at that level of hardcore, if I can pick it apart, then, you know, what are the hardcore fans feeling? Oh, the ones who are the uh, prequel and sequel haters. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> they must be fuming right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and understandably so. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's, right? It's a big... It's a huge deal. And, you know, people say, oh, you're just an angry nerd. No, this... You know what? People have passions for certain things, okay? It's it's the same... It's the same... When you compare the two, you know, Star Wars and Game of Thrones, it's the same thing. It's the same reason why people were getting mad at season 8. Because this is a show... Uh, slash movie that we're invested in 
right? You've invested so much time into this. It's something we enjoy. And when someone comes out and destroys it and, you know, produces a product that just you know, goes against everything that's been set in place. It's like uh, they don't even care for the viewers, which is the that, viewers. Which actually... They don't care about the fans, yeah. right? And, and I, I forgot who said this. It was, I watched the review a couple of days ago. Um, this new trilogy, what it feels like is a cash grab. Oh, definitely. That's I'm, it's a cash I'm grab. 100%. I, yeah, it's it Disney, it's a cash grab. You know, there's no it it felt soulless. Ever since I'm going to say this, ever since The Force Awakens was announced, I knew this was going to be a cash grab. 100%. And I like The Force Awakens, but uh for me, Star Wars ended with Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, right? That is where the well, if you're looking at it, looking at it chronologically in the universe, well, oh, sorry, it should yeah. be it uh, should be Return, Return of the, the Jedi, Jedi, right? <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that is the end of the Skywalker saga. They should have yeah. killed it there. Uh, actually, oh, uh, what's the time we're at before we go on ranting for another twenty minutes? Thirty-six, thirty-seven minutes. Thirty-seven minutes. Okay, we still have a little time. Uh, uh so I made this uh, little uh, thing magic here if I can find it. I don't think I will be able to find it because it's lost in all these notes. But given given what we were presented on screen, I felt like the potential was there. There were certain elements that, okay, if you maybe shifted them around, played with them a bit more, it could have worked You know, with their ideas. You could have made it work. Yeah, like J.J. Abrams uh, with Star Trek, what, what he did with Star Trek... Uh, he did a great job with those uh, with the Star Trek movies, and I think mm-hmm. had he been directing all three of the Star Wars, like this trilogy, he probably would have done a decent decent job. And you can say, you can say the same thing for Ryan Johnson too. If Ryan Johnson was uh, directing all three movies, then maybe you know we would have at least a co- uh, a cohesive vision, right, a coherent uh, story. Yeah, and and that's the thing about the prequels. Okay. And I know the prequels got a lot of hate. I understand that. But people can say that when you look at the prequels, you have a coherent vision. You have a story. It's Anakin's fall to the dark side. Dark side, sorry. It's how he becomes yeah. Darth Vader. Right. That's the that's the vision, and it's consistent all the way through. Yeah. You know, with with the original trilogy, you had you know Luke's journey and is you know him trying to bring his father back to the light. You had that you know that coherent story. But in this, what was the story? What was the end goal? <laughs> you know, each each um, subsequent film felt like its own disjointed piece. It felt like a separate a separate idea. Oh yeah, it, it there, <laughs> there was no build up to the return of the emperor, right? Ray had like basically zero on time training, uh, screen time training as a Jedi. And... <laughs> I f- that's another thing. <laughs> the first opening shot of Rey is her just levitating, s- speaking some gibberish. I'm like, what is going on here? She's like, she was saying, she was like, be with me, be with me to like all the past Jedi. Yeah, I know, but I... I it, it, even it I pretty- was like, 
What is happening here? What is happening? Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is she talking to? <laughs> so it was it was revealed in this movie that she's been training with Leia this entire time. I mean, okay, fine, I can accept that because even from to to the extent of my knowledge, I I understand that even Leia was somewhat trained in the Jedi arts by Luke. Okay, fine, I can accept that. But why didn't we get more of Ray training with Luke in the Last Jedi? All right, that that would have made things more you know uh, digestible in this film. You know, her being as powerful as she is, but yeah. we didn't we didn't get that on screen. So it, it makes it so uh, less believable, right? No one can buy that because it's it's so stupid. Exactly. And the reason why I say you know uh, Kylo Ren had a better arc than Ray. Because he did. And I know yeah. Ky- uh, Kylo Ren uh, is a very polarizing figure. People say they hate him. People say they love him. Personally, I think he was actually pretty good as a character. I thought he was okay. Um, he had his questionable moments. But Adam, Adam Driver did a, a fantastic job, I feel, uh, from an acting perspective throughout this entire trilogy. He was fantastic. And... You know, just, and this, this sort of connects to what I was going to try and uh, bring out, dig up earlier from my notes, is that I know how they could have made, I feel, improved this this trilogy, you know, by sort of shifting around uh, certain parts and certain aspects that they did, is that Ben, uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, Ben Skywalker, if you want to call him that too, Ben should have been the one to live at the end of this movie. That's what I. Ray should have died. Ray should have died, and you know Ben should have come up from you know the pit that Tarsidius threw him into, and he should have come up from the pit. He should have, you know held Ray, tried to force heal her, but fail miserably, and now he has to live with his mistakes as you know Ben Solo, as Ben Skywalker, and yeah. that that scene that scene on Tatooine uh, where he goes to, where Ray goes to bury the lightsabers, and then she say, where where she says I'm Ray Skywalker. That should have should have been, been yeah. It should have been him. How much better would that scene have been if it was Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, saying, I'm Ben. And the older says, Ben who? And he says, Ben Skywalker. Oh. It would have made so much more sense in the context of the, of the title, too. The Rise of Skywalker. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and, like, to be honest, the, like his character, Ben, Kylo Ren, um... um was the only thing that made me want to s- sit there and watch the movie. It was interesting. His his, <laughs> his character arc was interesting. Okay, and even for the haters out there, I, I get it. But for me, his character arc was really interesting. And the, that one scene on uh, Endor, on, on Endor, yeah, the Endor moon. Yeah. After he and Ray had fought, and you know, Ray force healed him. Oh my God, force heal is so stupid. <laughs> uh, but after Ray had force healed him, you know, and she leaves with this Tie Fighter. And he's just standing there, you know, conflicted. And he has this, you know, this uh, this memory that he sees this vision of his father, Han Solo. I thought that scene was amazing. I personally loved that scene, and it was so well acted. Especially when uh, when Kyle's like, uh, he says, uh, "Dad," right? He just says, yeah, "Dad," yeah. and he, you know, you know what he wants to say. He wants to say, "Dad, I love you," but you know, he he can't say it because he's, he's so choked up. And you know that that sort of vision of Han is just like Han's like, "Yeah, I know." I know. And it was a very emotional scene. And then, you know, Kylo gets rid of his lightsaber. And Adam Driver's performance, I would say, carried this film for me to oh, yeah. at, at least a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Based, just based on what he did. 
four or five. Four or five, yeah, four or five out of ten. He Without basically, <laughs> yeah, he basically put the other characters on his back. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's exactly what he did. He put Ray, he put Finn, he put Poe, he put BB-8 on his back, and he carried this entire film. <laughs> Uh, quick, uh, quick time check. Quick time check. Oh, it's uh, 40, 44 minutes. 44 minutes. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? Because I know I've been talking a lot. No, I think we. <laughs> There's so, only so much we can really talk about. Harp on this dumpster fire of a movie. Because <laughs> it was definitely not living up to any real right? fans' expectations. I mean, if you want to go and watch it for the sake of fun, again, feel free. <laughs> like I said, it's when you look at it as an individual film, it's enjoyable. Yeah. But it's not an individual film. It's a, yeah. It's the final <laughs> piece in a trilogy. And it made no sense at all a, a <laughs> in the context movie. of the entire saga. Exactly. <laughs> It's so dumb. I, you I know ref- what? Honestly, I refuse to call it episode nine. That's just my opinion. Episode nine. Well, let, let's let's consider this this entire uh, trilogy not non-canon. It yeah. doesn't exist. It never happened. <laughs> it, was just, it was just Luke's fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What is that thing from Avatar: The Last Airbender? Uh, you, there are no. Uh... There are no wars in Bossing Sea or something. <laughs> something like that. So the, <laughs> there are no uh, expanded trilogies beyond episode six. Beyond episode six, <laughs> or episode three, if you want to. If you want to go that that route. <laughs> but yeah, final final verdict for me. You know, after this this disjointed rant that we put on here, I'm sorry again. I apologize. There was no no really uh, no real structure to this to this review slash reaction, but. It seems fitting for a movie that had no cohesion, that was disjointed in itself. So you know the, the final the final verdict for me: uh, Sans Kylo Ren, without Kylo Ren, uh, the film on its own, Zero. I would give it. I would give it. I would give it a one. <laughs> one. I would give it a one. <laughs> but with with Kylo Ren's performance, with Adam Driver's performance, I should say. I'm sorry. Um, I give it a four. It's still horrible, but. I think it had certain elements that could have made it work if they were just if they just played their cards right. I'd, I I I actually feel like I'd be a little bit more generous and give it maybe a two, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I think with Kylo Ren he prob- the movie deserves a five because it was it was mediocre with with him in it. Mm. He's the one that carried the film basically. Again, like on it on its own, it could be enjoyable. But as you said, it's part of a trilogy. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense, <laughs> and it threw everything out the window that's been established. I understand retcons, but uh, there is nothing wrong with you know the 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 foundation of the first six movies. There's there's nothing wrong with that. You can argue that the execution of the prequels was very flawed and I know a lot of people do but even then its foundation what it set up you know as Darth Vader being I'm sorry Anakin being the chosen one 
you know, that's that's firm, that's set, that's something that we, we know it's been established. But even then, they throw that out the window. They throw, you know, that scene, that weighty scene at the end of Return of the Jedi, you know, with Luke redeeming his father, you know, redeeming Anakin Skywalker, defeating the Emperor, and Anakin, you know, throwing the Emperor down, you know, that shaft. That scene is just, it. it's pointless now. Yeah, <laughs> it has no emotional weight whatsoever. Sure. It's yeah. pointless and has no place in the saga, you know. These movies considered, you know, because of what it's what, what's being done now. Ah, they just. I don't want to be Kills. too emotional. I'm trying not to, but I, I have to because I, again, I love Star Wars. It's a huge part of my childhood. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, they, they. I'm sorry to say, Disney, Disney destroyed Star Wars. Oh, they, for sure. They really dropped the ball. Yeah. I think so as well. I think this whole... They tried to milk it, and they absolutely failed. They well, failed. they got the money. They, they milked it. But in the process of milking it, I think they milked it too much, and it just went, ran dry halfway through. I think <laughs> their, their biggest mistake was having, you know, two separate visions for it. Yeah. Like why? Why get two directors? That's why. why yeah. Think. Why get? It should have been, or if they're gonna have multiple directors, they should have had at least one creative voice guiding the entire thing. So producer. You, you, yeah, producer. A producer, exactly. And Ka- Kathleen Kennedy failed at that. No, she was in so charge absolutely. of all this, and she failed at her job. Like there was, I don't think she even understands Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some, you know, some videos and um, other reviews of it. Pointing out that, you know, like Kathleen Kennedy doesn't, she doesn't even understand the lore. She doesn't uh, understand, you know, um, certain set pieces in Star Wars. And, you know, that's a big no-no when you're, you know, choosing a producer or an overseeing creative voice to sort of uh, dictate what what goes on in these movies. Because ideally you would have someone who knows what they're doing, who understands, you know, the product. Trilogy, yeah. Who understands the saga. The saga, sorry. Heck, they, they could have brought back George Lucas, okay? They, they could have put George Lucas in charge of this, you know, oh, and sure. put and put, you know, put someone there with him, you know, to sort of curb his his very enthusiastic uh, idea making, right? You know, because George, <laughs> one of the criticisms of George is that he goes too far and uh, no one is there to stop him, which is one of the, the <laughs> one of the main criticisms of the prequels. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, so you could have had George direct this or produce you know, these three films with someone like Ryan Johnson by his side or even Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams. Someone there to say, George, let's stop at that. You know, like, no, let's not do that. Okay. Because criticism aside, George Lucas is a visionary. He's very creative, right? He has a very active imagination and it really shines in uh, the original trilogy and even in the prequels too. Like the world building in the prequels was phenomenal. Like all the different, planets we saw and everything and, and you saw a bit of that too in this in the, the sequel in the you sequel did. trilogy yeah. it did but the magic just wasn't there it wasn't there no no and the sequels were just lacking something that the prequels did that the, that the original trilogy did and it's a shame because again the, the potential was there the ideas could have worked you know had they had they shifted certain things around you know for example you know, instead of Starkiller Base being, you know, the the main objective in The Force Awakens, Starkiller Base could have been, you know, what the what the Emperor was doing, right? That could have been his his you know his final weapon. And yeah. th- that's you know one one 
one thing of, uh, out of a million that they could have done to potentially uh, fix the storytelling of, of a sequel, uh, the sequel trilogy. But, you know, that being said, we we got what we got. And unfortunately, it's a big no for me. I, I didn't like it. I, I the, the, the trilogy as a whole, I didn't like it. And you know, The Rise of Skywalker was a disaster of a movie. Yeah, definitely a no from me as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Not as much as you, admittedly. But uh, I, mm. I must say they did, they did ruin this trilogy and and they really dropped the ball in it big time. They really, they really, <laughs> they really did. And it's it's just so disappointing. Again, I, apo- I apologize to our listeners if this if this review just felt so, you know, negative. here and there. Here and there <laughs> and negative. It's, it's, it's our emotion. My emotion's coming out now. I needed to rant on the subject. I, it was bottled up inside of me for like three weeks. And I needed, I needed to come out. And it came out now, thank God. And I feel better. I feel a lot better now, now that it has. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, again, before we sign off, if you enjoyed the sequel trilogy, don't let anyone take that away from you. If you enjoyed them as films, as fans, you do you, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Okay. You enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're not going to judge or make any sort of claims about um... your intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I was trying to make that sound a bit <laughs> nicer, but I didn't think there was a more pleasant way to say it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna no, do we're that. We're not gonna because do that. No. To each to each their own. Everyone yeah. has their opinions. Everyone has their likes and dislikes. So you you can't strip uh, someone's love of something uh, away from them because you know they're always gonna love it. But anyway. Um, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, fifty-three minutes now. Fifty-three minutes. <laughs> I think. Uh... I, I wish. I wish this could have been a two-hour special because <laughs> I have lots to say about the rise of Skywalker. But I mean, we could, but. But no, we we, we, yeah. we don't have the time. We don't have the time for it. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, maybe sometime in the future we'll, we'll do it like a two-hour special on something, uh, something that we absolutely despise. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. <laughs> What could that be? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, yes, yes. Um, and thank uh, you all for do give us your feedback. Did you enjoy the trilogy? Did you enjoy our rant? <laughs> what did? What could we improve on? And uh, also, um, what are your thoughts? Yes, very important. Did you like the Rise of Skywalker? Did you hate it? Let us know. Um, some of the plot, plot holes that we mentioned, can you explain them for us? If we missed it, that would be great because I am more than open to, to hearing that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this has been your co-host, lead And your co-host, Debate. Oh, that's uh, been a long while. Yeah, yeah well, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> After a while, of like, <laughs> like three months or two months of, of uh, being away. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And I guess we will see you next week now that we're going to be back on track with our schedule. So yeah. you you can expect a podcast every Saturday, yes. Yeah, Saturday, sun, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday yeah. Friday, maybe I don't know. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed. Uh, peace out. Good evening and good night. <laughs>